So all the bhaktas remembered him, prayed to him, glorified him, sankirtan of his glories, going to one's adhikar, qualification, going to one's level of love and affection. They have, according to the adhikar, they have offered these flowers of faith under the lotus feet of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But, Jagannath Mishra, he, when he started this festival, then he, he did not instruct anyone or order anyone. He did not order anyone to take any responsibility that you'll have to do this, that you'll have to do this, you'll have to do that. According to one's faith, according to one's love, Jagannath Mishra, he, he had this deity of Adhoksajanara and Vishnu. And he had the deities of Sri Krishna, Balram, Salgram, Shila. He used to worship this deity. Before, Sachidevi, she had eight daughters before. Vishrup was born. And all these eight, eight daughters, they left their bodies one after another. So she didn't realize how these daughters were born and how they left their bodies. So one day her father, Srimati Sachidevi's father, Leela Chakravarti, was a great renowned astrologer. Chakravarti means in all four directions. Not just in society, not just in nation, but even the demigods themselves. We should respect him so much. So, Sachidevi, she went to Nilambar Chakravarti. And she said, Where does this yogi come from? And the yogi is staying here, Navadip Mayapur. Sachidevi told her father. And she said, Whenever I go to bathe the Ganga, we see the Ganga, water of the Ganga is flowing upstream. But the water of the Ganga is flowing downstream. And he is, he is situated upwards. But still, as soon as he enters the water of the Ganga to bathe, Still, he doesn't come out of the water of the Ganga. He remains there for so much time. And then he'll just continue bathing in the water of the Ganga. And he's offering Tulsi, Chandan, Sandra, paste, flowers. And all these things, they should flow downstream. But on the contrary, they're going upstream. Here I'm bathing at Barkona Ghat in Mayapur. And when he is bathing there, he's all these things are flowing upstream. Just you see, there's like a low tide and high tide in a river or in the ocean. It's called Charbata. And they say, these Tulsi leaves are offering me, are doing parikrama of me. They're getting stuck to my womb, these Tulsi leaves. And now I feel, since this yogi has arrived, I've lost my eight daughters. So should I blame my karma or should I blame this yogi? Why is this yogi doing this? And everyone, they respect him so much. They honor him, worship him. And he's, when he roars loudly, this yogi, it seems that everyone is trembling in fear over standing in front of him. And all these children have come into my womb. They've left, but no, 
this baby. Now that he has appeared in my womb, I feel so happy. But what if I lose this baby as well? And the yogi, since he's offering tandan, chandan, tulsi, then flowers, all these things that he offers, comes and does parikrama on my womb and gets stuck to my womb. And if I take these tulsi leaves out of my womb, they're still stuck to me. Then I will come out of my womb. What tantra mantra is he practicing? This yogi, how can I, what should I do now? Then Nilambar Chakravarti, he said, he said, oh, don't worry. My dear daughter, now I'll see who this yogi is. So Nilambar Chakravarti, he saw. Sankarshan Ram himself. Balram. Shai Vishnu. Shri Shai Vishnu. Narvada Shai Vishnu. Mahavishnu. Sankarshan. Mahasankarshan. Mool Sankarshan. He is meditating and he is seeing all of them. They are all appearing together, all these different entry portions, expansions. And they are all assembled together in the womb of Srimati Sachidevi. And he said, don't worry now. Now your children will not be lost. Now Tulsi has become all these leaves of Tulsi. They have touched your womb. This yogi, he has offered these sulsi leaves and the water of the Ganga, he used them to worship his Salakramashila. He used them to worship Bhagavan. So if this tulsi and chandan does not reach the lotus feet of Prabhu, then our worship is useless. We worship what? We ring the bell. We place the asan. We offer chandan tulsi. But we don't think where we are offering. Whom we are offering. Our, you see, our objective is not proper. And this yogi is so powerful. Just see, he's offering all these things into the Ganga. Because Bhagavan he has promised. Tulsi Jalamatrena Jalasena Chalukenava Matmanam he said, if anyone offers Tulsi and water of the Ganga, Chandan, to me, then, then you see, I am purchased by them eternally. Why? Because Tulsi is very dear to Bhagavan. She is Bhagavan Priya. Don't use Tulsi for your own enjoyment. First, Tulsi should be offered to Bhagavan. It should be accepted as the remnants. Tulsi Devi is also pleased, Bhagavan is also pleased, and the blessings are received. Or else you see, one puts Tulsi around his neck. Once, someone is asked, you go bathe in Prayagraj, so will you get the fruits of your piety by bathing there? If you stay there for three nights, what benefit will you get? And Panditji said, so then he asked if I go be in the morning he is saying go to hell no Narakang Jati means that person who bathes in the morning early in the morning he will achieve a very auspicious destination 
Every bed early in the morning. And normally it is seen that your neck, if it has a tulsi mala around the neck, then he'll go to Vaikuntha. Surely, no one can stop him from going to Vaikuntha. So when we, we don't offer tulsi to Bhagwan, but we do, we independently wear this tulsi mala around the necks. We wear these tulsi earrings, tulsi nose ring, tulsi armbands, tulsi waist belts, tulsi crown, tulsi cap. But see, Tulsi is Bhagavad Priya. Yeah. Some, sometimes they even boil the wood of Tulsi, the leaves of Tulsi. They say, oh, I have a cold, no, I have a cough. So, let me boil these leaves of Tulsi. That is very bad. Therefore, if a Bhagavan's love, one offers Tulsi for his love and affection, then... Surely he'll be benefited. Bhagavan is surely bound to accept his uh, offerings. Or as we don't offer Tulsi, then how can you offer your own self? First you offer your own self. You won't offer your own self. And you make a um, pretense of offering Tulsi. Then how can you possibly achieve your auspiciousness? Therefore, it is said it has been said that Tulsi Talamatrena take a palmful chullu means palmful of water along some Tulsi leaves and you offer to Bhagwan. and they say you will receive all forms of Shakti from Bhagwan. be very happy Adait Acharya by his Guru's blessings by the blessings of his Guru he he offered these Tulsi leaves every day. Bhagavan, he doesn't accept. He doesn't ask for much. At least learn to offer one Tulsi leaf at his lotus feet. So they say, Bhagavan himself will accept whatever you offer. He was saying, who has come in your womb? That person is Sankarshan Ram himself. Well, Ram. And after some days, Vishnu Prabhu, he appeared. He had appeared before Mahaprabhu. Very effulgent personality. See, Jagannath Mishra never asked for any money or wealth from Bhagwan. Whatever wealth he would receive, then what you see normally in this world, it is seen if you receive some wealth. Then your wealth, then your mind not only be absorbed in that wealth and that money. As long as you're on Nishkinchen or Kinchen, you'll not have Bhagavad Kripa. So, Jagannath Mishra, he had no shortage. Sadhus, Santas, Brahmans, everyone would be served by him. He was very magnificent. Generous Brahmana. So, one he saw. And this place is very auspicious. Now will also go there. So he came there. And now Vishnu Prabhu, after he came, he started walking. And as soon as he started walking, as soon as he came of age, he went to the Jogi, Adrita Acharya. He was a very beautiful boy. Effulgent personality. So at that time, Adrita Acharya, Yogi Raj, very happy on seeing this boy. Because 
when a cow sees its calf, when the calf, when the cow naturally gives milk. You see, if there's no calf, then how will the cow give milk? Similarly, if there's a very affectionate disciple, then the wealth of the wealth of Sri Guru automatically flows to him. You see, if a father doesn't have a son, then what will the father think? Whom should I give my wealth to? Who will inherit my wealth? If he is an adopted child, even if he is someone whom he likes, he'll offer everything to that person. Similarly, Sri Guru has some uh, humble, humble disciple. Then, Guru's heart will not yield anything to him. He will not achieve any Shakti. So, Vishwaru Prabhu, he, he used to come every day and used to show everyone how he should take shelter Sri Guru. How we must serve Sri Guru. Sankarshan Ram, he attracts everyone. Sadaid so, Prabhu, he would see first, people would come first and listen to his Arikata. But they would never practice what they heard in their lives. And as soon as Vishwaru Prabhu came, since then, everyone's hearts were attracted by him. In Advaita Acharya became attracted to him. Every day, Kirtan, Bhagavatha, the Vedanta Upanishad would be studied, Shastras would be studied. And he would speak on these Shastras with so much enthusiasm and Utsaha. And after some days, when he would worship first Tulsi and Gangajal to Sargram Shila, then what happened? He kept a Shaligram in front of him. And this leaves of Tulsi, Chand and Gangajal, he started worshipping the Sargram. Previously he had one Tulsi. And he had two or four. And every day, he offered these 108 tulsi leaves. So Mahapuru, he told Raghunath Goswami that every day you offer 8 tulsi leaves with some manjuris, pair of tulsi leaves with a manjuri in between. So Sri Adwaita Acharya, while chanting Bhagavan's names, he would offer 108 tulsi leaves along with the recitation of certain mantras and offering this tulsi ngajal in chandan and slowly in the womb of Sachi Devi a very effulgent personality first Balram himself appeared and after Balram Sam Bhagavan he himself came there appeared so that time Sachi Devi what did she see? In our house, very all these effulgent personalities were carrying out everything in our house. Now you see her storage was completely full. They're very poor. They didn't have anything. Before only five or six guests would come, and now thousands of guests were coming to our house, and not just guests, Brahmins, devatas, gods, goddesses. Kirtanias, Bhaktas, they all came one after another. Narikirtan was going on. And jewels, clothes, food, medicine, there was no shortage of anything. 
So everyone was coming and offering gifts. At that time, Hussein Shah Bachar, he, the king of Kaur, he was the Bachar of Kaur Mandal. And he should respect Jagannath Mishra very much. Everyone you should respect him very much. Jagannath Mishra, that time Kazi, Malana Chan Kazi, he was the, yeah, the representative of the Muslim king. So, he used to respect Jagannath Mishra as his elder brother, and Sachimata as a, his y- younger sister. And if any Hindu and Brahman would go and complain to Chandkazi, then Chandkazi would say, Oh Jagannath Mishra, he, whatever decision Jagannath Mishra makes, that decision is also my decision. I will not listen to anyone else. Maulana Chandkazi was a very, uh, Chandkazi we see before, he was very wicked. He brought the Mridanga at Shiva's Thakur's house. And he said, if you recite these names of your Bhagwan, then I'll make you convert to Islam. I throw in the Dariya. They won't address Ganga by the name Ganga. They will address the name by Dariya. Address the river. And Maulana Chandkazi, although he was so wicked, still he used to respect Jagannath Vishra very much. And he used to respect Sachimata so much. Therefore, when Mahaprabhu went to Chandkazi's house, then he, t- he told Chandkazi, you're like my uncle. You're my relative. You're my mother's brother. So, why are you acting so inimically, acting against the Shastras? Mother cow. She, she cows a mother. She gives us milk throughout her entire life. Normally our mother breastfeeds us for two or three years. But mother gives everyone. Has it been written in the Quran Sharif? That you should slaughter the cows. And you see the bulls, they plow the field, they're like a father. They give us everything, they yield the crops. So who is giving you the dhikar to kill these bulls and cows? Chandgazi, what did he do? He said, yesterday when I went to, when I broke Shiva's Thakur's Pratanga and when I slept, there I saw one big lion. And uh, he was half lion and half man. The lower part of his body was like a man. Upper part of his body was like a lion. And he sat on my chest and he started tearing open my chest. And I started trembling in fear. I started remembering Jagannath Mishra. I started remembering Jagannath Mishra. I started started standing near this lion. And you see, this lion offered pranams to Jagannath Mishra and left. This lion was about to strangle me. was about to tear my chest open. And I saw as soon as Jagannath Mishra came, this Brahmin, just see who he is. He offered pranams to Jagannath Mishra and left. And he just left me as well. Since then I realized, Jagannath Mishra is an ordinary soul. Poor I should respect him. Honor him. But now, now that since you've come, I promise that in my uh, family, in my dynasty, if anyone opposes Kirtan, then I'll ostracize that person from my community. It means I renounce him. I have no connection with him. With anyone, 
But previously, by the power of their mantras, they could do anything. Previously, if a person was very old, by chanting certain mantras, he could become youthful again. If a cow would be killed, then again the cow would become young again. They had this power in their mantras. But now you see, for well, gratification senses, they do anything. And what do they do? They do not offer anything to Bhagavan. They cannot make anything reach to Lord Swedish Bhagavan. What do they do? With their bodies. What do they do? They, they, they slaughter cows and, and they, and the Rakshas, he cooks the meat of the cow and he eats it. They don't have this Mansi Vritti, Rishi Vritti. Means the tendency of the sage. This is lacking. So these things are prohibited in Kali Yuga because we are not realized in our mantras. We are not realized in Tattva. We are not Mantrakya. Devakya means we are not conversant with the existence of the dominating deities of these mantras. So this is Jagannath Mishra. He was very much respected by Chandgazi. And because of, therefore Mahaprabhu had shot so much mercy to him. And he told him, then Kali Yuga, you only do Harinam Kirtan. And they say, while well, doing Kirtan with Mahaprabhu, they went to and they were wandering in this Nadia Nagar. And this is about of Nadia Nadeep. And when Sachimata, Mahaprabhu came there to Sachidevi. Then they said, oh, Sachidevi go. Sachidevi told Nimai. Nimai go and bring Vishwarup here. Because Vishwarup was always with Advaita Acharya. So in the column, he said, oh, brother, come, my mother is calling you. You know, it's already afternoon. You have to eat something. She's waiting for you. And here you see this Kathakirtan going on. But this prasad will not be had here. Only a mother can offer this prasad. That is honored even by the devas. Deva Bokya. So they say, Nimai is pulling at his shirt. At whose shirt? Vishwarup shirt. And Adhaitachar, when he said Nimai, although Adhaitachar was a yogi, Brahmavadi Tapasri, strict ascetic, but still on looking at this form of Nimai, his mind was stolen, his heart was stolen. He's saying, no one could steal my mind. Where did this boy come from? So he started meditating. So Mahavro, he called Vishruprabhu. So that time, Vishruprabhu, he gradually grew old. And then he took sannyas and he left. Sachidhanta, she became very sad. He's not a daita, he's daita. Means he separates people. What does he do? He drives this wedge. Means he separates mother and son, father and son. See, my husband and I, we made this boy study so much. And now he's given him sannyas. He's so cruel hearted, merciless. So you see, we are lost. Eight daughters and we just had this boy and this boy has taken sannyas. At that time, she was very sad and she was weeping. And then this is Mavru then. He knew what Sachidevi had said. That always she's called him Daita, not a Daita. Then in Jagannath Puri, the Sevak, they're called Daitapati. And they're called the Supakar. And Mahapatra. Prati Mahapatra. Different classes of Sevaks. Jagannath. There are different gradations there. 
receive my mercy. And one says, you do this, you do that. We order someone. So they say, how will Guru and Bhagavan be pleased? But if you pray to a person, then he will change. You see, but we say we'll have to do this. Then we cannot force anyone to do something. Therefore, he came, he stayed. And then when he's, when his elder brother took Sanyas, Nimai, he told Sajidevi, I'm there for you. And when Jagannath Vishal left, he convinced his mother. But now, he enlightened his mother, just as Kapil Dev enlightened Devoti, and he left silently. And he was watching from a distance. Let me see what Sachide will do. He sent Jagadananda Pandit, saying, go and tell mother. Now the day of Sankaranti, this great festival was observed, so many sweets are offered to me. So Sachide should offer a plate full of prasad. And then she was thinking, how is that, that this plate is empty? And then she was thinking, again she cooked. Again she would offer, again the plate would become empty. So every day she would offer Boga, and she would offer to Nimai, her son. And Mahapuri sent Chagadana the Pandit, so and go and tell mother that I am coming every day and honoring this Mahaprasad. So in Viraha, in Vichyad, one seva doesn't go far, because that person is physically left. Rather that seva blossoms more and more, flourishing more and more. Krishna, he left Braj. Sri Nanda and Nishwada leave their services, saying our son has left to Mathura and Dharika. Every day, in Gopal Champuji, Goswami Prabhu is written, the two sevaks every day. Krishna would send two sevaks to Mathura. Krishna would send two sevaks to Braj. And two sevaks would bring all these things from Braj to Dharika. And while two other servants would come to town from Dharika to Braj, carrying all these things. And Krishna had to offer the Rajavasis and the Rajavasis had to offer to Krishna. So Mahaprabhu, he took sannyas. So does it mean that he left Sachidevi? He sent Kala Krishnadas, Damodar Pandit, Jagadananda Pandit to Mayapur from Jagannathpuri to tell mother that every day I am coming and accepting what you put by your own hands. Don't think that you are dreaming that someone is eating. I myself am up in there. Eating everything that you offered go. So and Kaliva Mahaprabhu said, There is no sannyas, no shaman, go yagya, go All these things, these five things are forbidden in Kaliva. So those were surrendered to Bhagavan. Bhakti Thakur said, Grahe Thakur, Vani Thakur, Sadali, Bore Sukhena ka namore na ko adane hari naam karore. In happiness, in distress, in life, death, in profit, loss, in repute, infamy. Always never forget Bhagavan. Always remember him, never forget him. Regardless of whether one is a householder or a sannyasi, he forgets Bhagavan and he's lost everything. We have no guardian. We have no master. If you want to go to Sanyasi, now, now I have, I'm transcendental to everything. Then what is the use of Sanyasi? He's forgetting Bhagavan then. So in whichever ashram one is in, 
must always remember Bhagwan and serve him. Chan Bhagwan's name is remember him, do his kirtan. And if one goes far away from Bhagwan, becomes independent, who will save us? So this life should never happen. The power is there. How can someone to be had? What is the solution? Samanda. Now if we don't have our priya, we don't take shelter of our beloved. We can accept others, but we will not never accept Bhagwan. So Mahavru, in his childhood, what would he do? He will go to Gangdas Pandit school. His father admitted him in the school. Gangadas Pandit, he saw, oh, this boy, so beautiful, very virtuous, good qualities, yes. And what did he do? In school, he would break the pencils and slates of his students, and they would complain, now Guruji, yes, he has broken our slates and pencils, and he's troubling us so much. So Guruji asked, Nimai, you just came yesterday and already you are so naughty. You should be silent. Study like the others. If they, if you break all the slates and pencils, then when they return home, their parents will chastise them, beat them. Then Nimai, he said, they have come to you, you are our guru, you are teaching us so many things. But these, but these students, they don't have faith in you, they never listen to you. They are actually naughty, not me. Because, they write on their slates using their pencils. But you see, they don't write anything in their hearts. They only write on their books. Will they become knowledgeable or will these books become knowledgeable? These slates become knowledgeable. Everything that they hear, they should write in their hearts. Then there will be scholars. Uh, so they are only writing in their books, they are writing in their slates. Then how will they be scholars? They will be foolish. They are not writing anything down in their hearts. So you should leave everything aside, listen to the outer Sri Guru. Then Guru he started laughing, saying, these students don't have so much capacity. Then Nimai said, then why did they come here in the first place? They should listen to everything he said. Then the other boys told Ganga Das Pandit, now our parents will beat us, because all our slates and benzes have been broken by Nimai. Then Nimai said, alright, come here. You see, this pen, this pear tree also has so many, has so many pens. Mother Earth, she's like slate. You take as much as you want. But from tomorrow, you must always respect Sri Guru, pray to Sri Guru, and carry everything. Very yesterday in your hearts. And Guruji said, Oh Nimai, you have changed everyone's hearts. You made everyone surrender to Sri Guru. No, no boy. Remained a fool. Every boy was so intelligent. What all Gangadas Pandit told them, they remembered everything. Never forgot anything. In my Mahaprabhu's association, they were all changed. And when Mahaprabhu went to bathe in the Ganga, the, all the Brahmins would bathe in the Ganga, and they would tie these Janu, these Brahminical threads around their thumb. Because if you stay in the water of the Ganga, you get Siddhi very quickly. The Ganga is the foot. She is the water that is bathed Lord's feet of Sri Bhagavan. So if you chant in the Ganga, you will get Siddhi very quickly. If they chant the Gayatri there in the Ganga, they chant the mantras. In the Ganga, on neck deep, waist deep. So for many, many hours they chant mantras. 
like it's say, if you chant this, go and stand in Radha Kund, if you chant this Mahindurinda Vandita, 108 times, then if you, beginning from 6 in the morning until 6 in the evening, you'll finish this and this recitation 108 times. You can either chant neck deep or waist deep, and you'll automatically get Siddhi, if you chant this Mahindurinda Vandita, Radha Kripaka Dakshastavaraj, then over Radha Kund. So similarly, if one chants in the Ganga, surely he'll have Siddhi in his mantra. So when these Panditas would be bathing there, then Nimai, you would sit on their shoulders and push them inside the water. When they'd be bathing, he'd grab their legs and he'd drag them in the water of the Ganga. And sometimes he'd take the water of the Ganga in his mouth and he would spit it at these Brahmins. And then somebody take the sand of the Ganga and he would put it all over their faces. Like today you see in Holi, you see so many coasts everywhere. You see here, if you go outside, immediately they make you so beautiful. Mahaprabhu, he was more naughty than these Vajrasis. And you see, he went and he started speaking so loudly in their ears that it seemed their eardrums would burst. And someone would be chanting these mantras in their brahminical thread then he'd, he'd grab them by their brahminical thread and he would drag them just as one would drag a bull or a cow by a rope and when the girls would be bathing in the Ganga they would kept their clothes on the banks of the Ganga then he would mix all their clothes he would mix the clothes of the man and woman interchange them and the panditas became very surprised so then they came and complained to Jagannath Mishra he was such a simple brahmin If you tell something to your son, six to eight hours is there in the Ganga, bathing there. And they say, you see, he doesn't let us, he doesn't make us engage in any job, dhyan, anything of that sort. And Mahaprabhu, he said, who are you meditating on? Who are you, cha- whose name are you chanting? If your mind is not controlled, then whom are you possibly meditating on? Who are you chanting? Why are you so angry? Even until now, you haven't changed. Your mind hasn't been able to absorb itself. Become restless. Even it is a slight provocation. Yet very guilty of anger now. Where is this? How will you perform in Japatapa if you cannot even contain your emotions? For what have you done this Japatapa? In this world, just meditate on me. No one else can benefit you as much as I can. You see, whomever you trouble, that person 24 hours a day will only think about you if you trouble him. So they told these Brahmins, Jagannath Mishra, Purandha Mishra, control his son, or else you see, he'll be very rebellious and everyone will curse him, then he'll be ruined. So Mishra Purandha even there to see these boys. And then he went to the stick. Then he might told all his classmates, if my father comes on this way, Tell him that I'm still at school. And then, you see, when Jagannath Vishnu went to look for Nimai, Nimai, he came from another way back home. He had covered himself with some spots of ink, some pen marks, and then he told his mother, oh, give me something to worship Ganga Devi. Then Sachidevi said, just now these Brahmins came and complained to your father, and your father went looking for you. So then he told his father. Then the Brahmin Pandits, they told Jagannath Vishnu, don't beat your son. Very beautiful boy. Such a nice natured boy, but still say something to him, but don't beat him. Don't use that stick. Say that all right. Since he's troubling you, I should trouble, discipline him at least a little. 
And they say, when Jagannath Mishra went home, Nima, he went and sat on his shoulders. He kissed him, he embraced him, saying, Oh, Father, Father. And Jagannath Mishra, he forgot everything. So that bhajan occurs in two ways. One bhajan is induced by fear. And the other kind of bhajan. One is, one was very angry. He, he can, he give everything up. In his fit of rage. He is very stubborn. He is saying, I'll do. I'll do and I'll show. Surely I'll do. I won't listen. But one was uh, fearful. He is very timid. He will pray to Bhagavan. Out of his timidity. While the other is very angry. Stubborn. He will not listen. So they say, the Panditas, they would only listen. Then they would only think. And Nima is like this. Nima is like that. They are only thinking about Nima. 24 hours a day. He's troubling us so much. And see, even going to the Ganga has become so dangerous for us now. Because we never know when he'll come and trouble us. And he'll come and ask us, oh, how are you Panditas? How, what kind of problems are you? If you don't even know the, the answers to the questions I'm asking. You ask me, I will tell you. At least one of you, can you answer my questions? Oh, you see, you have this tilak on your foreheads. Big, big malas on your necks. And you're saying, we are Digvijay Pandits, Brahmins. Can you answer my question? Nimai said. Then everyone was surprised. What kind of question is Nimai asking? It's not possible to answer him. And even they would answer him. Then, <coughs> he would say that your answer is wrong. Whatever you have studied is waste, is a waste of time. Then Mahaprabhu himself would explain the answer. And they would listen to his answer and say, oh, just see what a beautiful answer he has given. And this way, all these Panditas, they, their, nine, their minds and hearts were made pure by Nimai. Because always thinking about Nimai. And in this way, they are also be good teachers themselves. If one himself has not understood, if he hasn't realized and if he hasn't understood himself, then how will he make others understand what he has understood? So Mahaprabhu, he, from the very beginning, all these scholars, pandits were there. He changed all of them. And the way you see, Narayan Keshav Goswari, he would, he would, he would come and challenge anyone he saw. But then he came to Navdeep and he called all the scholars there. Come and debate with me. Then they said, alright. You, you try challenging our youngest scholar and then you can challenge us. Because they knew that Nima is a brilliant scholar. They knew that we were no match for Keshav Kashmiri. But Nimai, they knew, was a special boy. So they said, alright, first you defeat this young boy, then you will see if you can challenge us. And Keshav Kashmiri said, what are they saying? And conquered all the four directions. No scholar stood in front of me and now they are telling me to speak to this boy. So he started looking everywhere. Where is Nimai? In the banks of the Ganga. Then among thousands of boys, then Nimai was like the moon in a sky covered by stars. It was like the moon itself. And slowly, Kesha Kashmiri started wading his way through the crowd. And he said, Why oh, you this Digvijay Pandit come and sit here? Said, How does he know that I'm this Digvijay Pandit? Then Nimai, he offered him this respect, due respect. And he said, Alright, you come here to the Ganga, then glorify Ganga Devi. Then Kesha Krishna became very happy. And there um, so many shlokas, one after another. It's a great storm. And all the boys are clapping their hands. Just see how brilliant he is. 
so many shlokas one after another. And Mahavru, he, he calmed the students down, saying, sit down. Don't be so excited. Then we rather the pandits, he said, they composed hundred more shlokas. Then Mahavru, he said, you're a very brilliant scholar. It seems Saraswati Devi, God is learning herself, is writing on the tongue. So tell me the faults and the good qualities. Then he said, what are you saying? You're saying that there are faults in what I've composed. There are only literary embellishments in what I've spoken. So, and Nimai said, no, there are faults. Then Nimai said, all right. He just pointed out one shloka. Then Kishwash Nasinga recited hundreds of shlokas. How did you recite one verse? So there's Shrutidars and Smritidars. Shrutidar means one can remember, one can listen to everything that he has heard. And he remembers everything that he said. Smritidar is one who never forgets. So then there's one shloka that Mahavra pointed out. He said there are only qualities here, literary virtues. Then he said there are five qualities and five faults. He said what kind of faults? Then he said, first of all, you worship Ganga, Ganga Devi. You worship Ganga as glorified as Bhavani Bharta. See, Shiva's wife is called Bhavani. So when you say Bhavani Bharta, she is already addressed as the wife of Lord Shiva. So Bhavani is, Bhava means Shiva and Bhavani means wife of Shiva. So Bhavani Bharta means she is the wife of someone else. Other than Lord Shiva, that means you're insulting Sati Devi Parvati. How can she have another husband? How can you address her as Bhavani Bharta? Means husband of Bhavani. And she is already the husband of Bhav. Shiva Thakur in this way pointed out five more faults. So thinking, just see, I've been insulted by this small boy, such a great scholar. And see, so he pointed out seven faults. And all the boys, they start clapping their hands. The Lord said, hey, be silent. See, if a scholar is insulted, then it's a death itself for him. He's, even death itself is better for him than, in, than being insulted. Then these boys start laughing and say, hey, don't say anything. Then Nimai, he told him, okay, whatever I've spoken, think about it and tell me tomorrow. And if you have any other considerations, then we'll discuss again tomorrow. And they say, Kishore the whole night he was couldn't sleep. This is in the Saraswati Devi's mantra. Meditating on Saraswati Devi. So Saraswati Devi, she said, you know who you went to challenge? He's my husband. He's my master. And you're trying to defeat my husband. Go and beg for forgiveness from him. And only then, you'll be rectified of your faults or he'll be ruined. Then again in the morning, he came. And then, he started glorifying. Mahabru, who Kesha Rashmari. And Mahabru said, oh, it doesn't mean if you are a scholar you can control others, defeat others. This is not the fruit of Vidya. If you do Bhagwan's bhajan, then you are a scholar in the truest sense of the term. What is the fruit of Vidya? The very fruit of Vidya is that your mind and heart becomes absorbed. Lord is Sri Hari. Ahankar, arrogance, conceit, vanity is not the fruit of knowledge. Vidya. Vidya means one becomes humble. So they say, Mahabhu, 
through this past time he did not not only did he reform Keshav Kashmari rather just by listening to this past time everyone's hearts are reformed and then everyone's hearts become a place for Shiva Bhagavan or else what will they do there will be a cause of great suffering for others as long as Bhagavan is not made a place for himself in one's heart then that heart will never experience any happiness therefore Mahavaru from the very beginning he has induced everyone to chant Nam by his Nam Avatar his Prem Avatar therefore he said Chetadarpanam Arjanam then Mavadavakni Nirvapanam and Shreyakairo Chandrikam Vidhavadu Jeevanam Budivardhanam Premadam Purnam Vratasvadhanam Jayate Shri Krishna Sankirtanam Now we'll listen more tomorrow